Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee. And Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us. And we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy. And we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado, this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Kat. Hey, Tanya. How are you doing? I'm good. It's fall. It's, it, is, <laughs> it is a little cooler now. We are sleeping with bedroom windows open and sometimes have to close them in the night because it, the house has gone down to like 58. So it's wow. chilly. Okay. We don't have that much cold. <laughs> we don't. Now, Debbie May and Debbie yeah. is our guest today. So we are real excited to be interviewing Debbie. She's the owner and educator. She's an educator and she's the artist at Mindful Nice. She's been an artist since she was a child and she has a passion for creative and the healing arts. She has a master's degree in psychology with a specialty in mindfulness education and an elementary education teaching degree. She's also the mom of three kids. She teaches yoga and meditation and is a mindfulness instructor and she is incredible. She has a wonderful Etsy store that I bought some little cool cards that we'll talk about later with and a necklace that I, by the way, I was in Iowa this week and I wore your necklace everywhere and everyone loved it. So I sent them to your Etsy store. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. And of course, we've had so much pleasure just chatting with her that we just knew she was the right person to chat with everybody. So we felt she was a great candidate for an interview on our podcast because mm -hmm. she's, she's right up our alley. <laughs> Both right up my alley. <laughs> so thank you, Tanya. And thank you, Kat. I, as you know, I've been a long time listener of your podcast and I'm just so honored to be here with you today. So thank you for having me. We can't wait to hear all the deets. <laughs> well, I was on your website, Debbie, which by the way, everyone, I love her website. You can just go to mindfulnice.com and it's wonderful. And her Etsy store is Mindful Nice as well. But I was on there and I read a little thing about how you came up with the name Mindful Nice. Do you mind telling us about that? Oh, absolutely. It's such a fun story. Um, not many people know this story and I love telling it. So of course, so I have been teaching mindfulness to children and yoga in local schools. And part of my curriculum is to give each of the children a journal. And it's not part of homework or, you know, anything that is a as a must do, but just something to help with self reflection or questions that might come up about mindfulness as we're as we're practicing, and just a place to share their thoughts and feelings. So at the end of the school year, I give the students an option if they would like to share something with the group out of their journal or if they want to share something privately with me, uh, but it's it's not mandatory to do that. So at the end of the year, I received a bunch of journals and they're anonymous. So I don't know who the journals belong to. The children have decorated them themselves so they know, you know which journal is their own, but I had so much fun just reading through our lessons and seeing their thoughts and, and feelings. And this one journal in particular was just caught me by surprise because every single place that this child wrote the word mindfulness, they wrote mindful nice. And I thought it was so totally cute, but I didn't know if maybe it was just a third grader misspelling the word mindfulness, like thinking it's mm -hmm. mindfulness and spelling it N-I-C-E rather than N-E-S-S. -S. I knew at that moment. Now, this was before I started my business. This was like in maybe 2017. I was considering starting a business, but it was more I was just teaching at the time. And at that moment, I knew it was a sign. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> 
that was the name for my business. So I checked it out online and nothing was taken. And um, so I bought the domain name and I bought all the stuff and I thought mindful nice <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. And, you know, people comment on the name often. And I know it's one of those things that only a child could have thought of. It was mm -hmm. like the brilliance of a child because everything else online, mindful, anything is taken, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. But mindful nice was available. And, and unfortunately, I don't know who the child is that wrote this journal, but I'm ever so forever grateful. <laughs> because it's just it's just perfect and it really does encompass what i believe mindfulness is it's such a nice practice that it really should be called mindfulness you know? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah i love that well can you tell us more about what you do yeah, absolutely. So I, I do teach mindfulness and I teach yoga to children and I am a psychologist as well. So, uh, but I've always been an artist. I've been an artist since childhood, but not classically trained. I didn't go to art school or anything like that. I did take some art classes in college, but, but my life took me down a different path, but I've always been a creator of things. So I decided around, I was around the time I started really teaching in the schools that I wanted to offer more than just what I could do in the classroom. I wanted people to have something that they could take with them. I had a lot of parents and teachers coming up to me saying, but what do we do when you're not here? How do we keep doing this when you're not with us? Mm -hmm. And so I knew there was a place for this and there's a place for teaching mindfulness outside of the classroom. So I put together two things that I love, practicing mindfulness and being mindful um, and my artwork. So I found ways because I, I I do live a mindful life. So I know that when I'm drawing or stitching or even, you know, hiking or eating or any of the things that I do can be done in a mindful way. So how can I teach that through my art? So now I teach um, mindfulness, but through my art. So it's just something that I love to do. Yeah. So I, I sell mindfulness activity cards, affirmation cards. I do mindful stitching kits and mindful cleaning sets. And I do make gemstone jewelry uh, that I create mindfully. I'm also a Reiki healer. So I infuse the gemstones with Reiki love and energy. And so it's just been a really interesting path that this has taken me down because now I've become a surface pattern designer and I've become licensed with a fabric company and a towel company and most recently a puzzle company and they're oh, going to be that's carrying, cool. yeah that's my new big news is uh, a puzzle company I just signed a contract with mm -hmm. that I believe is uh, they're going to be using some of my mandala patterns so mm -hmm. they're going to be a little bit challenging as a puzzle <laughs> but I'm really excited about that as well so yeah it just keeps taking me down different avenues and it's a great practice for myself too because everything I look at then I look through the lens of how is this a mindful practice how can this be done mindfully mm -hmm. so and I want to help other people live mindfully as well so so when did you actually start the business so my business was started the end probably springtime of 2017 yeah so I wow. was I was teaching mindfulness at the time the name fell in my lap <laughs> and I was at a part a place in my life too where uh, there were changes and I needed mindfulness for myself as well so my business has always been really about helping other people more than anything else it's always first about helping people but also it's been so helpful for me in my journey and I've noticed as I 
start talking more to people and, and sharing that we all need this and people will open up to me and tell me things. And there's so much more, we have so much more in common than we realize. Yeah. So it's been really a beautiful thing. So tell us kind of about that very first product of the cards that you have and that you is kind of like, I believe maybe one of your top selling and maybe what's kind of launched your business too. Is, yes, for sure. Is <laughs> and, and how those came to be and how people can use them, because I feel like that's going to be one of those things that we can really share with our clients, our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. So so this all came to be when I was in the school setting teaching and the parents and teachers were coming to me saying, what do we do now? You're not here. We need you all the time. And I even had one teacher say, I don't have time for mindfulness. <laughs> what do I do? And so I really wanted to make this accessible. I knew that the students were responding really well to it and it was helping them. So I wanted to give these teachers and parents something that they could take with them. So I quickly just sort of jotted down a lot of the exercises and activities that I was doing with the children that they seem to really like. Uh, but there are exercises that anybody can do. It doesn't matter what age you are. Young children, adults, it really doesn't matter. And I would jot them down and I made it very accessible. So they're just one minute activities. That's it. And I broke them into four categories. So I have gratitude practices, breathing exercises, loving kindness uh, practices, and awareness. So I have these one minute activity cards. And I made it into a deck and I just sort of gave it to people and said, here you go, do these things, choose a card. When the kids come in from recess, have a child pick a card and it will help settle them into their seats, into their bodies, get their minds ready to focus for math class, you know, or whatever was coming next. Yeah. And it became so popular that I had people contacting me, asking me, how can I get these? And do you sell these? And it just became a thing where I thought, well, maybe I should be selling these I don't know. So I put it together more professionally. And yeah, they've become my number one bestseller by far, for sure. Since then, I have now come out with a second deck, which is a companion pack. Uh, and there are two new categories. One is movement, mindful movement. And the other one is connections. So connecting with the earth, connecting with your food, connecting with yourself, connecting with silence, connecting with others, and it goes on and on. So just, and they're all just a one minute, easy, you know, mindful. Mindfulness is an easy, simple practice. It's just, we just have to remember to do it, right? And it's mm -hmm. it's so powerful. The practice is so powerful, but it's just a matter of that mindful awareness and bringing awareness to our daily activities. I just think that's so awesome because it, it is so real, right? Right. And, and so tangible when it's on a card, you know, especially yes. when like, even like for us in the yoga world, perfect. Let's grab one of your mindfulness cards and make it the theme of a class. I mean, it just makes it super accessible even for like a yoga teacher just to grab one of the cards and, you know, make it like an oracle card, but it's a mindfulness card that we're using as a theme for a yoga class. Yes, absolutely. And I do have, you know, different practitioners buying my cards and, and they reach out to me and tell me how they've been using them. I have um, a pediatric dentist that uses my cards and does a breathing activity with children before their dental exam or 
teachers, psychologists. That's oh, fun. Yeah, it's just interesting to see how they're being used and who is using them. And people use them at the dinner table with their families. Well, I love so, the idea of people using it at the dinner table. I think that's wonderful. Oh, yes. So, yes. Yeah. So I hear from people all the time how they use these cards. Some families choose to use, you know, pull a card at dinner time and do the activity together or um, waiting in line at the grocery store. Or and, and these cards are small. They fit in the palm of your hand. You can stick one in your pocket. You can take them with you. And so they're just, I wanted to make them really easy to so that people could just use them. And the idea is that the more you use them, they just become habitual. So it's like this habit stacking. Like we can really learn how to add things in our daily routine. So if you've done a mindfulness activity, maybe it's a breathing exercise when you're stuck in traffic, for instance, then then it becomes a natural thing to do. We don't have to look at the card anymore, but it just becomes part of your life. That's, that's the intention behind the cards. And I'm thrilled with how popular they've, be, they've become. Come. They're being sold in over a hundred stores in the United States at this point, and even in Ireland and Canada, which is crazy <laughs> to me to think that there are, you know, that many places being sold and popular. And I have people reach out all the time, just thanking me and asking me questions. And, you know, it's just been really rewarding. It's so awesome. Congratulations, really. Yeah. It is Thank quite you. a feat, like, right? <laughs> Breaking yeah, through barriers and building a business is, it's a big deal. So congratulations. Yeah. And these are just my, you know, most popular lessons that came from my teachings and my lessons with children that they responded to that are easy, simple practices. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Well, I was looking at some of your uh, Swedish dishcloth sets, which I do think I will be uh, ordering soon. But I was kind of curious, where do you get your ideas for your patterns that you do? So all of my patterns are, they are actually also inspired by mindfulness. So Mm -hmm. I have a pattern called meditations where mm-hmm. it, it comes from I live uh, on a field surrounded by farms in the middle of the country so I have a lot of time I spend in the meadows and I do meditate every day so it inspires me I see flowers I see you know wildlife and it inspires me to create art so whatever I'm thinking of at the time or dreaming of or meditating about or what, whatever's happening in my life I put it down on paper as artwork mm-hmm. and then I create whatever whatever comes it's it's sort of a trust activity it's not planned out I just see what what comes about and and that's my inspiration so then the patterns are named as such so if it's a meditation pattern or if it's a, a gratitude or a, um, a blooming kind of pattern um, mm-hmm. it, it comes from somewhere within me that came from a mindfulness practice and then I usually have a lesson that goes along with the pattern so each pattern has a story to tell about it Um, I have a a rainbow pattern that uh, it's a whole collection of rainbows and rain and raindrops and clouds and and it's a mindfulness lesson of you know not being somewhere over the rainbow but realizing that this is your somewhere Mm -hmm. and to be 
present in this moment and not to be dreaming of somewhere else, but to notice really to slow down. I mean, mindfulness is an invitation to slow down and really notice what's around us. It's not about focusing on the past or the present, but just what is happening right now around mm -hmm. us and taking in that beauty and realizing that you are the treasure mm -hmm. at the end of that rainbow. Like it's, it's, it's you. So we don't have to search for it elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So and that's, that's just an example of one of my patterns <laughs> and the lesson with it. <laughs> I like the lessons because they are definitely appropriate for kids, those lessons too. Absolutely. So I love that. Yeah. It's 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 such a base level need for people and yet so often overlooked, right? Yes. Like everybody in their day, even if they wake up with the intention of being mindful, at some point something's going to derail. Mm -hmm. And so it's having those tools to come back to that place to be able to incorporate, okay, like this was not where I intended to go today. And I need to come back to a place of quiet, gratitude, mindfulness, like all the things that are on your cards. And so it's just perfect, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, I love I love that you reference the importance of knowing that we don't really have to look out there. Like we spend so much time looking out there and forget mm -hmm. to look inward, which mm -hmm. is such an important piece. Like Kat and I preach on, you know, meditation and journaling and really just coming back home inside. Yes, absolutely. And I, I actually have an illustration of that, of um, a person meditating. And instead of saying home, it says home, because it's so much a part of that looking inside that self-study. And I, I know you've talked about it before with this Svadhyaya. It's it's this self-study and looking inward and, and waking up in the morning and saying, how am I today? Paying attention to that because so often we worry about getting to know other people and getting to know everything else and rushing through our lives. But when we slow down and get to know ourselves and that intention, you know, you can set an intention to be mindful for the day and yes, it will derail, but the practice is about coming back to it again and again. And so when <laughs> you're aware like oh I'm getting off track it's okay yeah. because we're human and that's totally normal but having that feeling of ah yes I can come back to my breathing I can come back into this place there's a place of stillness inside of you and you can come back to that place and feel at peace and feel centered again and then start over yeah and so it's just that starting over and starting over so most every one of our listeners I'm certain could find something on your site whether it is content that they could use or whether it is something beautiful that they could have to remind them of that mindfulness. It's so tangible. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. It's and great. her necklaces do make you feel very uh, centered. Um, I have, I mean, I, I really have been wearing mine nonstop and I'm already have a couple more in my cart on Etsy. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I do love that you special made mine. Um, so just so you know out there, guys, if anyone has special stones that you love, she does do custom orders. I love custom yeah. orders. They're mm -hmm. my favorite because mm -hmm. I can really put something together just for you uh, if something's going on in your life. And you don't have to have favorite gemstones. You may not even know gemstones or what they are or what they mean. But if you reach out to me and say, hey, I'm going through this situation, what would be helpful for me. I am happy to help you with that. I, you know, I love doing that. I've done that for a long time for many, many people. And it's one of my favorite things.
things to do. And I love the dress that you have on on your website. That you, that's your fabric. I think that's so amazing. Oh, <laughs> and you have wallpaper. You have like everything. Yes. yes, wallpaper, gift wrap. I have gift wrap. I'm coming out with some new gift wrap for the holidays this year, and some gift bags as well. Yeah. So and, and my the towel company that I'm licensed with, uh, Geometry. They are coming out with a new holiday line and and a yoga mat towel as well. So wow, that's awesome. All the things. That's what we say. All the things. Right. <laughs> I just like not knowing where it's where it's taking me, and it's just mm-hmm. an exciting journey. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so exciting. So tell us again, what's the website name, the address, and how to find you on Etsy? Because I know everyone's gonna pop up here, and they're gonna be like, I want to go check out that site. Oh mm-hmm. well, thank you. Um, yeah. So my website is mindfulnice.com, and my Etsy store is Mindful Nice, and it's just mindful and then N-I-C-E. And uh, yeah, and I'm also on Instagram at mindfulnice and then an underscore com. Yeah, and you can reach out to me, email me if you have questions, or I'm I'm very responsive, so I will you know always answer questions and get back mm-hmm. to people. And everybody just needs to friend Debbie because she's the cutest, brightest little face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you. I do have some book recommendations. I know you love giving book recommendations. We do. I know that because I've read a lot of the books you recommend and I, uh, I I write down the other ones so that I can read them. So if you're Mm -hmm. interested, Mm -hmm. I have a few, um, I'll tell you my two favorite for children. First of all, that my children that I teach in elementary school love. The first is called Mindful Monkey, Happy Panda by Lauren Alderfer. That's a great book. I usually start my lessons with that book. Uh, And then the next is What Does It Mean to Be Present? And Mm -hmm. that's a really fun book for kids too. There There are little images, illustrations that show up on every page. So it's fun for the kids. They can be mindful and try to find the the butterfly on every page or find the orange on every page, you know, so so they have fun with that Mm -hmm. book too. And then one of my favorites is by one of my teachers, Corey Mascara, Mm -hmm. Stop Missing Your Life. He's amazing. And his book is just, he's just a really cool guy and, and amazing teacher. So that's one of my favorite books on mindfulness. And then another one of my teachers, the Way of Mindful Education mm-hmm. by Daniel Rechtschafen. And then there's mindful. Growing Up Mindful by Christopher Willard. It's another great one. So you're I a big it. reader. I am. This mm-hmm. is just a small, <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have a wall filled with mindfulness books. But yeah, these are some of my favorites. Oh, We'd love that because awesome. Kat and I are book junkies too. So mm-hmm. yeah. I heard you mention, I loved, by the way, loved, loved your episode on mindful eating that I loved oh. too. That that was fabulous. And mindful eating is such a fun practice. It's such an easy way to incorporate mindfulness into your life. And it was always one of my students' favorite lessons was the mindful eating lessons. In that episode, you mentioned, I think it was that episode, you mentioned Big Magic. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I can't well, remember, but I, I've Big mentioned Magic that book a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fantastic book as well. Another one of my favorites for not only mindfulness, but also for creatives is called The Crossroads of should and must find and follow your passion and i think it's by ella Ella luna and it's a that's a really great book too so those are my my little recommendations look at that cat and i are gonna go (laughs) fill our amazon cart i know i'm I'm frantically writing them all down i think i'll start with the crossroads of should and must that's a really fun book to read too because it's it's
it's very artsy, but it's it's just a fun, but so powerful. It's a really great, a really great read. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Love mm-hmm. it. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Like it's been so much fun. Our listeners don't realize that this is take two. So we've got to talk to you twice, mm-hmm. but, <laughs> but yes. it's just super, we're just super thankful you were able to join us. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's my honor. I'm so happy to be here with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And I will just keep listening to your podcast because you're both awesome. And I appreciate everything you're putting into the world and sharing with everybody. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Perfect. I'm Kat Khan. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of a couple of yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and enjoyed this podcast. And we hope you will share your comments or questions. Email us at twopittasonapod at gmail.com. And like us on Facebook and Instagram at twopittasonapod.